Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are and whatever part of the day you're in. I sure do appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I know that you have probably two dozen other things or people pulling on you in different directions, so thank you for giving me a little bit of your day. Hopefully it gives you a little bit more information to defend our country and know her history and heritage, and hopefully it helps our country overall just a little bit, even if just a little bit, hopefully a lot bit, but We'll take a little bit. Homestead. Chickens. Chickens. If you want to drive yourself a little crazy, chickens, they're probably a good good animal to have. We've started to let the chicks out that we've had for the last few months, and they have decided at night instead of going up in the coop with all the other obviously big scary creatures of their own species they're going to nest pretty much on the ground on the lowest branches possible outside the coop in order to make themselves more accessible for predators in the night so of course you have to go around and gather them all up which my wife and girls seem to think is kind of a fun game, so I guess there's that. But anyway, chickens. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for you, Father, and your Son, Jesus Christ, and your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the time to record this podcast. Thank you for the people that listen to it, share it, subscribe to it, be with them and their families, bless them, guide them, surround them with your angels, protect them from evil of any kind. Help us, Lord, to turn our hearts back to you as a nation, as individuals. Help us to get our homes in order, our marriages in order. Help us to make the tough decisions that we don't want to make. To pass on liberty and freedom to the next generation. Give us the wisdom to do it and the courage to do it. Father, please. And guide my words here. Please, Father, in your Son's name we pray. Amen. All right, I think I told you all on the last one that I wasn't going to say how many more days. So we're going to go back to Teddy Roosevelt. I'll just say that. How about that? Okay? Every thinking man, when he thinks, realizes that the teachings... Well, I lost my screen. That the teachings of the Bible are so interwoven and entwined with our whole civic and social life that it would be literally impossible for us to figure ourselves for us to figure ourselves what the life would be if these standards were removed. Let me try that first sentence one more time. How about that? Every thinking man, when he thinks, realizes 
that the teachings of the Bible are so interwoven and entwined with our whole civic and social life that it would be literally impossible for us to figure ourselves what that life would be if these standards were removed. We would lose almost all the standards by which we now judge both public and private morals, all the standards toward which we, with more or less resolution, strive to raise ourselves. <laughs> Man, you could just sit here, and there's so many of these quotes that we've stumbled across over the last two and a half years, give or take, but you could just sit here and do a podcast or maybe two or three on this quote. Uh, and we won't, sadly. Um, we're just kind of scratching the surface on the podcast, but you can think about it some. And it, it really echoes, <clears throat> it echoes a quote by FDR, another one by Truman, another one by a president I can't remember. Maybe it was Coolidge. I don't know. But the point he's saying here is that it's it's great. The first part's kind of funny, at least to me, every thinking man when he thinks. Because so often we don't think, right? We just react. Uh, you get a front row seat to that if you have children. Uh, sometimes you get a front row seat to it because you have children, because of your own actions, because you start to play the game with them, right? Something goes down and you get spun up and you just launch into saying something or doing something and later you're sitting there having to apologize or seek forgiveness or if you're not willing to do that you're still sitting there in the corner stewing thinking to yourself man if i just if i just would have kept my mouth shut just for a few more seconds i had a, a friend in college and uh it's one of the girls on the tennis team that we played in college actually and she had this little saying, she would say, think, speak, right? Think before you speak, but she would just think, speak. And uh, man, we would save ourselves a lot of heartache if we would just think before we would open our mouths and, and sometimes just keep our mouth shut to begin with. But the reason this is funny to me is I saw a bumper sticker years and years ago. Can't even remember where, I just know it was in a large city, one of the many that my wife and I passed through with the Marine Corps and other stages of our life. And it, uh, it said something along the lines of, I, I think, therefore, I'm a Democrat. Or I think, therefore, I'm a liberal. Or I think, therefore... I'm not a Christian. It, it was, I, I'm, it's, they probably have each of those bumper stickers out there, and I can't remember which one I saw. But it's funny to me that President Roosevelt here is saying every thinking man, when he actually stops to think, right, acknowledges that these teachings in the Bible are so entwined with not just our social life, folks, not just our marriages and our relationships, but he says our civic life, our public life, our institutions, our laws, our constitution, our governments, right? Both the national constitution and, as we've discovered on this podcast over the last couple of years, the state constitutions even more so. They're so entwined that if we tried to remove them, he said it'd be impossible for us to figure out what to do with ourselves. 
we wouldn't know what to do if these standards were removed. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that say, well, we, we still have those standards. But, of course, the easy question for that is, well, where do you get them from? If they say mom and dad, well, where did mom and dad get them from? Or grandpa and grandma, well, where did they get them from? Eventually, you come back to the Bible. And you do have some of those standards that are in the Bible in other faiths and religion, in other teachings. Um, you've got some echoes of it, for example, right, with Gandhi and, and some of these other great teachers throughout human history that I'm not an expert on by any means. But they're just echoes. It's, it's like the difference between sunlight and a mirror reflecting sunlight. And a, and a really dark mirror at that, right, often. And so Roosevelt says, we wouldn't know what to do with ourselves. We'd lose all the standards by which we judge both public and private morals. See, that's, that's the, and this, you got to remember the timing here, right? This is early in the 20th century. Well before, decades before, we started cutting God out of our public life by that horrendous, horrific decision of the Supreme Court in 47 about separation of church and state. He's saying it's not just our private life. It's our public life, right? And, and these are the standards that we try and raise ourselves to. And so if you take them away, if you take these teachings of the Bible away, we don't, we don't know what to do. Uh, and man, you, you could stay here and talk about this a lot longer, but it's, it's a great quote. President Roosevelt concerning President Abraham Lincoln. If ever there lived a president who during his term of service needed all the consolation and strength that he could draw from the unseen power above him, it was President Lincoln. Sad, patient, mighty Lincoln who worked and suffered for the people and, when he had lived for them at good end, gave up his life. If ever there was a man who practically applied what was taught in our churches, it was Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> we could use a few more men like that that practically apply what's taught I'll say sadly not in all of our churches today but what's taught in the scriptures you know and you go back we've done some podcasts quite a few on Lincoln over the last couple of years or on his quotes might go back to him again it's been a while actually now that I think about it yeah but anyway the the images, Lincoln's own words talking about him kneeling in prayer, talking to his good friend, telling him, no, you know, you, you take everything you can out of the Bible logically using your mind, he said, and then you take the balance on faith and you'll live a better, a happier man. June 17th, 1912. A speech at the Progressive Party Convention in Chicago, Roosevelt said, We stand at Armageddon and we battle for the Lord. It's comforting to know that we've been at these times in our nation's history before, folks, where everything seems 
really dark, uh, politically, morally. We can get through this again, but we have to come to the understanding that the only way to get through it again is with God. And, and He may not let us get through it again. But if we're going to get through it, the only way to do it is by turning back to Him and those morals, those teachings, and striving to, aspiring to reach those. One more, and we'll wrap up. In a letter to Sir Edward Gray, and let me real quickly, if you don't have a copy of the America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotations, I, I highly recommend it, along with the Founder's Bible and the Patriot's Bible. If you've got just a little bit of money set aside, um, I think you could probably buy all three for less than $100, but I'm not sure about that. They're phenomenal resources. They're books that you can hand down to your children. And should. This is the kind of stuff you want to talk about education. These are the kind of books. This is what education should be centered around. Every class. Written on November 15, 1913. There is absolutely nothing to be said for government by a plutocracy. For government by men very powerful in certain lines and gifted with quote, the money touch, end quote, but with ideals which in their essence are merely those of so many glorified pawnbrokers. And that's a good one to end with, folks, because it, it really illustrates the lie of this idea that we can be socially liberal but fiscally conservative. It's just not true. If you don't have the morals in your private life, and there's some people I can think of on the national stage right now that really try and walk that line. But if you don't have the morals in your private life, you're not going to have them in your fiscal life. Not for very long. You might be able to fake it for a while, but eventually you're going to come to a crossroads and you're going to say, you know what, I just don't feel like it today. I mean, that happens often enough even when you are trying to follow the teachings of Christ just because of our human nature, but even more so when you reject those teachings of Christ. And if you do it in one area, folks, that's, that's always the, the condemning statement. And it's really kind of true about a number of Christians that try and cherry-pick which verses. You know, marriage is a great example of that. We have a lot of Christian marriages out there today. and Both husband and wife, they want to they pick the verses that they like to follow, right? But they don't want to talk about those verses, you know. A wife, for example, if she wants a husband that submits to Jesus Christ, but she doesn't want to submit to her husband. Or we've got a husband out there that really likes that verse talking about having sex frequently, uh, only abstaining for fasting or prayer. But then, man, when you've got to actually nourish and cherish your wife, you know, love her like you love your own body, I don't, I don't know about that, right? So... At any rate, if you get a chance today, folks, share the podcast with one other person. I'd appreciate it. If you get the chance, subscribe to the extra episodes over on Buzzsprout. It's $3 a month. You get all the episodes that we do each month. 
God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless your marriages. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon, folks. Looking forward to it.